So one of the things I want to talk about is how to be tough, how to be in control while being compassionate. Kindness, compassion, love, and all that stuff is so important in everyday life, right? It really is. If we're kind and compassionate, empathetic and sympathetic to ourselves as well as to others, it's just going to be a better situation for everybody. It's healthier. It, uh, it's conducive to a real beautiful environment. You're certainly going to have a happier life. You're going to affect other people. And, you know, thinking of other people, let's take, for example, uh, let me give you an immediate scenario. Um, let's say somebody loses somebody dear to them. Let's say somebody dies uh, that meant something very much to somebody else. And they're very upset. Well, hopefully you're empathetic and kind and loving and nurturing to that because it's sad. It's a very sad feeling. And maybe you don't understand it until it happens to you. But you should, you should have somewhat of a natural human instinct to say you feel compassion for that person. So compassion is a beautiful, beautiful exercise. It's just something very, very special about human beings that, that really, really shapes a better life. It's really wonderful. Now, what most people ch- are challenged with, and, and I've, I've studied and practiced this quite a bit, I still struggle with this, to be honest with you, sometimes. But how do you how do you stand firm? How do you remain tough and organized and all together in times of that? And it kind of depends on your personality, first of all. I have to say, it has to do with your your human nature because your human nature, your natural nature, might be that that you're tough, that you you don't worry about that stuff. You know, you're you're one of those people they say you're tough as nails, you're tough as bricks, and they're. There might be various reasons for that. There might be a biological component to it, that that's just how you were created. And um, God created you that way. That's just how it is. But the other reason often, in fact, this reason more so than others, is that you developed that skill and ability as well, right? Some people are tough because they were brought up a certain way. They were abused. They were beaten. They weren't listened to. uh, Various reasons for that, right? So you definitely, I think it's usually a combination of both. But the point is, is that sometimes you're made to be a little bit more compassionate. There are people out there that, for example, volunteer for homeless shelters and uh, people that are in need, merchant marines and just uh, the Red Cross. There's just so many people out there that do amazing, just crazy, beautiful things for other people. And, and I find that to be mesmerizing. It just fascinates me. Like, wow. And you got to be careful, though, because, you know, if you try to be like that and it's not who you deep down are, you can really get frustrated rather easily and get lost. More on that later. But it's natural for some people or other people have to work at it. You know, to be honest, it's like being an artist. You know, I've, I've found it easy to be a professional artist most of my life. That's just something that came naturally to me as a God-given skill and honed by my mother and my art teachers and so forth and my, my professional career and stuff. But so other people don't find it that easy. They have to work harder at it to get there. That's just how life can be sometimes. So when it comes to compassion and caring and kindness and the ability to stand tall and protect yourself in that situation, it's going to either either come easily to you that, hey, I don't have a problem with that, but if you're listening right now, it's 
most likely because you struggle a little bit with that. And that's okay, because so do I. And so do most people, by the way. So here are a few tips on how you can deal with that. And one of the things is to understand that when you're, if you're a type of personality that when you're kind and compassion, caring, or whatever, that it makes you sad and you tend to be an empath, they call it, or empathetic, where you, you absorb other people's energy and you become what they might call weak. You know, there's talk in uh, spiritual traditions, especially Christianity, that, well, I'll talk for a second about that because I can relate to that. Um, when a Christian, a uh, believer in Christ, when you're weak, the devil sinks its claws in you. The devil, the devil stalks you like a like a hungry lion, waiting to pounce on you. The second you're weak, right? That can happen. That that's that's more or less what it's like. Now let me move over to non-spiritual tradition that would just say, you know, you're the type of person that when you get soft, you get weak, and people can walk all over you. Does that sound familiar? Being walked all over. Um, and so this, these tips or these ideas on, are on how to help avoid being walked all over. And it's the first step is understanding it and knowing it. Like you, you recognize it, that this is, this is what happens. Um, when people get that way, I feel sad, I feel empathetic, but then they walk all over me. Just recognize it, number one. Number two, decide immediately that it's something you're going to change going to work on it and why and why you're going to change it is that you're going to be able to be a stronger person you'll be able to stand on your own two feet not be pushed over you're not going to regret anything later and you have to protect your own boundaries because if you don't there are those people there are energies in the world that will absolutely absorb you and they will destroy you not in a mean way it's just the fact of life that just sort of like a like a a picture an empty ravine in the rocks with nothing in it, water will find its way to that low spot and fill that ravine, okay? It doesn't mean water's evil, right? It just fills it because that's how nature works, and that's what happens when we're weak. So that's step two, okay, is knowing that you're going to change. And number three is start to think of ways that you can do that. How are you going to protect your boundaries? And those are with key questions, power questions, master questions that say, okay, if somebody is going to be sad and dump their dump their dump truck full of grief on me, how am I going to do it? How am I going to deal with it? Come up with creative solutions. Come up with ideas on how you might be able to deal with that. Literally, jot them down on paper. I'll give you some examples. One is that I may decide I'm not going to be a dumping zone for certain people. Some people will suck the life right out of you. So it's making the decision that I'm not going to, I'm going to be careful who I open my heart up to. That's a very wise exercise, by the way, because some people will, will literally suck the life out of you. <laughs> some people just have that energy. It might be, um, I'm willing to, I'm going to tell people, I will, you know, uh, listen, I have something I have to go do. I can only give you a couple minutes of my time. So in other words, limit your exposure to that grief. So you're not overexposed to it. I know many psychotherapists who have to take vacation time strictly to to unwind and to, you know, get themselves healthy because of absorbing so much of that negative energy sometimes. It can happen. Okay, so there's various skills like that. You could say, uh, you, could, you could decide that I'm only going to listen and not share advice. You can do as my 
great friend and mentor Carol taught me once about imagining a, an invisible force field around you. I know it sounds kooky, but it works. You, invent, you, you imagine an invisible force field around you that protects you. Sometimes I call on my angels or spirits, you know, like uh, my like Archangel Gabriel or Archangel Michael or whatever, or God, you know, to protect me or the power of, or the, the love of Jesus to wrap around me or whatever. Use your imagination and find things that may give you peace in your imagination because most of the struggle you're having is, is mental. It turns physical sometimes, but most of it's mental. So that means that you have the ability inside mentally to use your imagination and creativity to come up with a solution or some imaginary force field or act as if you were like Captain America or Wonder Woman or whatever it is you find is cool and inspiring and motivating to act as if dot 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 act as if you had the ability to be strong and nurturing. So I just wanted to quickly point out a couple of quick tips on that, okay? And remember, you don't have to be a hero to everybody. You don't have to want to fix everybody's problems. I've struggled with that quite a bit. You know, I really do care for people, but I sometimes feel like I've got to fix everything, everybody's problems. Well, guess what? You don't. You can do your best, and you have to dig down, drill down deep, and trust your gut, trust your heart, trust your instinct, trust God, Hopefully you believe in something. That's a very important thing. I'll get on that later. But um, trust in all of that. And be very, very careful. And be very, very delicate with yourself. And what you're going to find is that after a while, you're going to build up strength and endurance. And you're going to become a stronger, more empathetic person that is able to stand on their, their own two feet. And that's going to be better for you. It's going to be better for the people you're trying to help. And you're going to notice that your life will start to improve dramatically just by these few practices.